Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Let me talk to you for just a moment about the looming Republican crisis. Uh, I am concerned about Republicans in this current season of presidential candidacy um, because I think it could very well be extremely destructive uh, to the conservative cause, to Republicans in general, uh, and to some of the principles within Republicanism that um, I slash we care about. Um, let me say on, on the, on the, to start off with that the thing that I'm specifically addressing uh, is a number of presidential candidates on the Republican side already and the number who are likely to declare very soon. Before long, there could theoretically be as many as 12 to 16 Republican presidential candidates in the field. Now, there's good news in this. The good news is that Republicanism is a pretty big tent. Uh, you can have a variety of views and be within the Republican fold. You can be against birth control and be within the Republican fold. You can be uh, completely anti any immigration and you can be uh, moderate or uh, share pretty much Barack Obama's view on immigration and be a Republican. Um, you pretty much have to be pro-life, but you can be at a variety of different levels when it comes to uh, Obamacare, so to speak. Um, so there, it could be, I don't think I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in making comparisons necessarily, but it, it could be said that Republicanism is a bigger tent, uh, than is, uh, the Democrat party, the Democratic party. Um, pretty much the Democratic party, um, has, uh, I mean, there's a left wing, but for the most part, there is a mainstream view within the Democratic party and almost every candidate shares it. Um, but within the Republican Party, there's a much wider view, not just on religious issues, of course, which is what I mainly talk about, uh, but on the other issues that I've spoken about. So I, I suppose it is a thing to be welcomed and celebrated that there is, so to speak, a free market, that uh, you know there are not uh, cigar-smoking uh, men in some hidden back room making all the decisions about the party, and that there are many, many candidates. The problem, though, is that Republicans will spend months eating their young. Uh, it's a phrase I used to, to mean devouring themselves, hacking away at themselves, spending money, spending emotional energy, distracting attention or drawing attention, however you want to look at it, um, and, uh, and just, just basically slashing each other. And finally, a weary, overspent candidate or two will emerge next year at about the time that they need to be able to run against the other side. Um, I, it's not as though I'm wanting some authority to control all of this, but I want to warn the Republican Party uh, of what they already know. And that is that the, that the high number of candidates, the amount of money that has to be spent, and the fact that candidates are declaring earlier than perhaps ever before uh, means that the Republicans are very likely to dissipate a great deal of their energy uh, between now and the time that uh, it, it, it's essential that we be serious and focused. And some of these candidacies are just a matter of vanity. Uh, you know, Donald Trump 
whatever his virtues, whatever his values, whatever we may admire about him or not, the fact is no one really believes, least of all I believe Donald Trump, that he's ever going to be president. Uh, It's something he can afford to run for. It's something that he enjoys the attention of. uh, But nobody believes he's ever going to be president of the United States. In the meantime, though, time is devoted to him for to make speeches at conventions and gatherings Um, here in Nashville. When all of the candidates, Republican candidates showed up at the uh, NRA convention, Donald Trump had as much time as anyone else and he can be dazzling. But there's not any way he believes or most other people believe he's ever going to be president of the United States. How much time, money, interest and distraction um, will be devoured by his candidacy in the meantime. Uh, there are some other people, I won't mention their names, but I think they, they should know by now they should not run, that they have no chance either. Again, I certainly celebrate their right as Americans to run for president. I mean, I could get up tomorrow and run for president, um, and I have the right to do that. And, you know, there will be a lot of people who think I shouldn't, but I still have the right, and uh, I celebrate the fact that all Americans have that right. However, the reality is that Republicans are heading for trouble. Uh, the obvious and likely candidate on the other side is Hillary Clinton. Uh, no one else who's a serious contender is declaring um, it's hers to lose at this point. And uh, she is by far the front runner. She's hardly even, you know, gained her footing. And uh, she's already uh, way ahead, of course, in the poll. She's ahead of uh, all Republicans at this point in the latest poll that I saw. Um, and she is uh, hitting her stride as far as speech making and her pacing. Uh, she will continue to gather momentum. Uh, she is, I mean this without, uh, without insult, she is the darling of the left, the darling of the Democratic Party. And uh, there's a great likelihood that she will get the nomination. If she does, if she goes from now through to the nomination, she will have done so largely uncontested, not having to spend uh, vast amounts of money in the primaries and um, in, in the party primaries. And she will um, she will be largely uh, unscarred by the time she has to turn and face a Republican opponent. That will absolutely not be the case with most any Republican nominee. Um, the most the, the the one who is most likely to um, step up on the stage and get the nomination at this point. And remember, I say only at this point when you're judging by machine money, uh, backing um, uh, affinity, etc. is Jeb Bush. And he is being um, horribly lacerated by his own mistakes and by his opponents. Um, again, I'm not saying I'm endorsing him in any way. I'm just simply saying that the one candidate currently declared who is most likely to take the lead is Jeb Bush. And he's, he's having at this moment, uh, a desperate fight, uh, while Hillary Clinton is just enjoying being the party favorite. So what can be done about this? I think unserious candidates should step down. I think that the party should do everything it can to get down to uh, two or three serious contenders as fast as it can. I think we should stop doing uh, events that are vanity exercises and start doing events that are serious airings of uh, positions. I think um, platform committees and um, all the committees within the Republican Party apparatus that are um, developing doctrine, developing platforms, uh, developing candidates, uh, should get extremely focused 
I think we should do everything we can to uh, fund and hone and prepare those candidates who are serious contenders, and we should try to arrive in the first couple of months of 2016 ready to do the job. Um, I think I've told you before in this podcast, I have worked with, advised, and have as friends people and candidates on both sides of the aisle. Um, I do not believe that one party is godly and the other party is ungodly. I do not believe that one party is righteous and the other party uh, not, not at all. Uh, However, my views are right of center, which places me uh, more with a greater affinity for the Republican Party. And I have deep concerns for where the Republican Party is heading if it continues with a high number of candidates, many of them unserious and entertainment-oriented political events that are dissipating time, money, and interest, but not preparing us for what ought to be a Republican victory in 2016. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on CNN, Fox, and the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. You can learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv and greatman.us and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote performed and produced the Rockin' Podcast theme song. Be sure to rate the Stephen Mansfield Podcast in the iTunes Store. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.